need somebody Help Not just anybody Help You know I need someone AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Ergon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you for another edition of Tigo and Tracy Venturi. Venturi Realty Group from Keller Williams Realty. All I have to do is pick up the phone, dial them direct, get the best real estate deal by dialing 505-448-8888. That's 505-448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Tigo and Tracy here in the Kiva and uh, Sans Tracy until she's on her way. She had to check out for a moment, but uh, lots to get to here on this edition of uh, the Venturi Realty Group. Tio, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Eddie. Good to see you as always. Good um, to see you. I uh, what a what an interesting time in in real estate. You know, it's an interesting time in a lot of things. Yeah. Obviously, we've had uh, you know some pretty interesting inflation numbers this week. Yeah. And you know the the biggest thing in thirty years. In- biggest in thirty yeah. years, uh, Tigo. Yeah. No. And, and you know, home prices are the the. If I'm not mistaken, I think for year over year. Yeah. Uh, probably largest ever. I know the case Schiller had a somewhere 20, 24%. Is that where we were? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the second quarter, you know, that's going to buy annually. It's, it's good. It'll drop down as we go through the year here. Yeah. Um, and I, I suspect it's still going to be in the high teens, probably nationally. Uh, wow. Here locally, we're seeing something very, very similar. We're probably going to end up in the, I'm going to say mid mid to low teens probably this year but um you know that that's a big gain in home price and the thing that's interesting is you know home prices aren't even really figured into the uh the cpi you know it's uh, they look at rent but um anyway got off on a a tangent there no but, that's uh, good i think it's a, like, I, mean, I think it has to do with the fact that you're so incredibly starstruck by what's happening when you look at these numbers to you yeah it, it it's 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 staggering and um honestly i'm pretty happy to be in real estate and uh yeah you know maybe I, I maybe a year and a half ago heavy, you, you yeah. weren't you weren't uh thinking about that uh tigo but uh, no. do you mind if i jump in on uh what i what i told you or what i i said for you to do when this whole thing came down i said you know what make it the government's problem the employees you focus forward and uh don't stop what yeah. you're doing because yeah. every single time, let me tell you what, and this is just the way I see everything. Every time there's a crisis, there's an opportunity. And when yep. you're at the top of your game and you've already established a name, you've done everything that you've done, then you can go ahead and be the go-to person. And you guys were certainly that. You've maintained your number one uh, dominance on that. You haven't fluctuated, moved to another house, figured out a new, new business plan. You kept doing what you're doing. These are the yep. times that are made for those times, and it's it's rare. Tigo, I cannot tell you how incredibly rare what you achieved is. Uh, I see the forest from the tr- Oh, there's Tracy. There she is. You know. Oh, I'm ready for a nap. Yeah. Oh. oh, good good for you. We've got Tracy in. But every see you know what you know what luck is, right? Luck is the most important thing in the world, but it's where preparation meets opportunity. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, when you look yeah. at that, uh, yeah, when you look at that intersection, you guys are right there. And uh, best of all, you guys really deserved it. You both are great people, and you have helped a lot of people uh, through all of that. 
including people that you've helped bring into the business, people that you have benefited from your business by the standpoint of helping them by acquiring their largest investment, and then, of course, for yourself uh, as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is right here in the Kiva on a Saturday morning. We have buyer's tips, location, location, location. What does that actually mean? Uh, Tigo and Tracy will bring the insight to you. When will we have more homes on the market? That is the big question, but uh, I wouldn't worry too, too much about it. The when, it just uh, keeps applying when you can. Cost to rent in Albuquerque has had a big move recently. We'll get into that with Tigo and Tracy. And cash sales, that's actually happening. So much capital flowing into the market. Uh, people are reaching first without even having to go to the bank. Tigo, Tracy, take it away. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. And there's actually some kind of uh, maybe maybe a little bit different than the narrative you would think about the cash sale. So we'll get into that uh, here in a minute. Um, Tracy, thanks for, for showing up here yeah. a, a few minutes late, but we're, we're well, here and I we're rolling. A, a, a meal yeah. with a very good, important person. Yes, I get it. I, I couldn't get it. just end it. Yeah. So, so, so wait, let's talk about the cash sales. That's funny. It reminds me of Halloween. Okay. The, the, Why? The, the most interesting Halloween costume that I saw was... Oh, that's right. ...flaunting a bunch of fake money and calling themselves the cash buyer from California. Yeah, yeah. Pretty funny. Sorry. There, there's that, there's a, you know, kind of that... that uh, we'll call it maybe an urban legend in the uh, real estate world. It's like, oh, those cash buyers from California, you know, they're, they're everywhere. Um, and so let's talk about this, actually, since we are on the subject. So I saw some uh, reports, and then I, I dug into it some more. Nationally, nationally, um, they're, they're saying catch, cash, cash purchases were about 34% of all uh, home sales in the third quarter of, of this year. And when you, when you see that, it's like, wow, that is a lot. And the thing that's interesting about that is nationally, but when you actually look at uh, what markets, those are the markets that are that's happening the most. Mm-hmm. It's Atlanta, it's Detroit, Dearborn, right? It's Tucson, it's Las Vegas, it's Phoenix, uh, Columbus, Ohio, um, Louis, Sacramento, San Francisco, I think San Francisco for a different reason. But all of those I just listed, the, all of those markets have institutional home buyers. Okay, so these are companies that buy lots of homes and they either, uh, most of them just end up renting them, right? Interesting point I hadn't thought of, Tigo, especially we know the Phoenix Tucson markets, right? Yeah. There's a lot of institutional buyers there. Absolutely. So, of course, they're paying cash. You're seeing a lot of cash sales in those markets, right? And and that has a lot to do with it. Albuquerque area, we don't really have. I, you know, there's there's a few institutional buyers here. Basically, people. We are, did do are, one with Open Door that bought one of our listings, but they're not really here. No, 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 and and that's different. Um, I'm talking oh, about the ones the, the the ones that buy it to to rent oh. it. Okay, I mean, I know to you hold. know. There's a few. You know, there's a company here that offers the lease purchase option for people where they'll buy it for cash. And then you can lease it back from them. You There's know, a couple of those, yeah. But we, but we've it's, helped people buy that way. They can be cash buyers by agreeing to lease right. the house for a while until they can convert it to a buy. 
So the the reality is, and I hear this narrative out there that oh, it's those cash buyers from out of state. You know, they're coming in and you know buying up all the homes. It's like, well, no. The 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 truth is, in in our markets, only only about seventeen percent of the homes that have uh, sold this year are are cash sales, which is actually really not any different than any right. any other time. It's it's very common. A lot of those. I bet if we really dug into those, I bet we'd find that a lot of those are local investors um, that that are buying those homes for either uh, investment to rent or investment as a as a flip as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, it, there's always going to be those, and there's always going to be that big money coming in from elsewhere to to buy up all the homes. But we don't see a big surge of that or huge uh, part of that in in the Albuquerque market. And like I said, it's only 17%. We have had a couple luxury homes on the market recently where we've represented the sellers. We have the one right now in Tinan Farms in the North Valley um, and and a few others. And it's interesting because um, like I can't be that specific, but uh, one particular home we represented recently um, high-end luxury um, ended up with offers over a million and over a hundred thousand over list price mm-hmm. and cash, mm-hmm. and a backup offer similar, also cash. Um, but in general, Tigo, in the last year, you know, I would say our team's history is a lot of the luxury buyers are local. And a lot of those people are move up buyers. They're they're still in their first home that they've outgrown, and they're now in a better p- financial position. Well, to yeah, buy their a lot of home. a lot of these you know people that have now owned their own home. Let's say they bought their home in 2012, 11, oh, yeah. 13. You know, at quote the bottom of the market, the 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 equity that people have built in their homes. I mean, they have they have a beautiful nest egg right That's now. That's right, right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Tracy. Um, Buyer tip of the week. Uh, there's that saying out there. It goes location, location, location. Right? We hear it in the real estate world all the time. It's the broker motto they say, and it's it's an. And, and I think the the question is, what does that really mean? And as a buyer, what should you be thinking about when you're you're uh, think? You know, what does that mean to a buyer, and what should they be thinking about? So a, a poor location, Tigo can severely limit the upside, right? The upside potential of a home's value as well as if you do updating on it, you can still not really affect the value as much if the location is a problem. You know, picking a location, we'll talk about what makes a great location. But if you pick a great house but the location is wrong, it, it it's hard to fix that. Whereas if you fix a you can fix a bad house in a good location, you can paint, you can landscape, you can update it, you can make it look better, and then you're in a great location. Yeah, you you can't you can't fix the location, right? Right, it is what it is, right? So, and so yeah, you poor can poor locations, you, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you think about it. It used to be everything along our railroad track was considered a poor location. Well, luckily. They put in those silent crossings. So, yes, you can hear and feel that a train is going by, but the whistle doesn't keep you awake all night, right? I I remember a a property that uh, was for sale once, and it was uh, kind of down off Edith there in the North Valley along the railroad track. And 
the first line in the, the property description was train lovers dream. I thought that was a, a, a good way to spin that, you know, it's next to the railroad track. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cute, but so what, what are some other, things, yeah, right? yeah. What are some of the so, others? We talked about the railroad. Yeah. Obviously, it's gotten better here. Yeah. I kind of like, you know, when I, I've never lived next to a rail yeah. rail line. But when I sit there at a, a stopped rail crossing, and I, I always open my window, and I'm always sad I don't hear the whistle. But uh, I love to feel the energy of the train going by. But I'm sure I wouldn't want to live there and feel it all the no, time, no. even though I know trains don't go by all night yeah, here. Yeah. But some other things, right? So we have garbage dumps around sure. landfills right? yeah. landfills um being upwind of that would be especially unpleasant mm-hmm. because we know that the winds pre- prevalently come from a certain direction here right um places that have a lot of night light activity night life and light you know that's a tip that you tell people is is when you're looking at homes um, be sure to maybe look at it in the evening or after dark. You can do that this time of year real easy. Uh, you can see if there is a lot of um, light pollution in the, right. in the area. Right. And, you know, when we were buying our land 20 years ago to build our house, my father um, wisely told us to go and check out the land at different times of day and different days of the week yeah. because he said sometimes you've got high traffic times or you've got light pollution sound, pollution, whatever, and it made a huge difference because at that time we had a pick of 14 lots and we thought the end lot was going to be the best. Well, it turned out the one in the middle had the least impact of everything. Um, Deteriorating neighborhoods, ones that are on their way down versus regenerating can be a problem. And now this one, a lot of people might not agree with, Tigo. Yeah. Next to a school. Yeah, and I think that's a that's going to be a choice. I think l- l- I would say it this way: is some people love, would love it, and some people would they would absolutely rule it out. Right, for sure. And some of it is because of all as, the as traffic. A, right? As a buyer, right? When right, you're, as when a you're buyer. going to resell, yeah, right? Yeah, and some of it just has to do with drop off and pick up traffic. You know, we think about when we're showing homes around town, and it's pick up or drop off time mm-hmm. in schools, and there's just cars lined up for a quarter mile it seems like waiting and if your house is right there it can be a problem but i've had a buyer before who said i don't want to be anywhere where i can hear a kid's playground yeah which you wouldn't think of that right you know the other thing it's not just a specific part of town or a specific neighborhood or a specific zip code it could be where the home is situated on the street or on the block right So the first thing that comes to mind when you say that, and we Mm -hmm. haven't talked about this, would be where um, you're at a T in a road where a road comes in and you're the house in front of that stop sign and the lights come all evening long and shine right into your house and all the cars stop and start there. I remember showing new homes at Paseo and Coors up on the bluff there. On the west side of Coors, there was this new neighborhood 15 years ago, and I was like, wow, what a great place to buy. You've got amazing views of the river and back to the mountain. And when I was in the house showing it, it was up above Coors, so not only did you have the noise of Coors, but there was stoplights a block apart right there, and so it was vehicles stopping and starting. And, you know, there's something about being on a busier road where the traffic noise is sort of constant, but when it's by a stoplight and people are stopping and starting, it's just exasperated. Yeah. So lots of things. I think the other one on that, again, you know, where the home is located on a block, it could be the side of the street. Obviously Albuquerque, 
southern New Mexico, you know, or central New Mexico, you know, all the southwest. The solar. You, no, it's not that. It's well, there's that too. It's I was I was going to go to the views, right? Oh, and, right. Yeah, you know, one side of the street is going to be very different than the other side of the street, right? right. And so it's going to be more desirable. So it, you know, there's there's a lot of things to consider. Now we, we think about the the housing market we're in right now in 2021, and that there's very limited you know number of homes coming on the market. So the choices are limited, and people are going to have to make compromises, uh, or possibly make compromises, based on their budget to and maybe accept some of these things that aren't ideal location-wise. Or or when the gem comes on the market, that's in the right neighborhood, that has the backyard unobstructed view to the mountain or to the valley or the river or whatever, or backs to open space, be ready because you're going to need to pay a premium for it. You're going to need a great lender in line if you're not paying cash. And, And you got to be ready to be the one that wants. Yeah. Yeah. So location, location, location. That was our our talk about that. And there's so many things to consider when you are a home buyer and just there's another list to put on your list. (laughs) Okay. Tracy, uh, I wanted to segue into this uh, data I saw regarding uh, rent in Albuquerque. Actually, it's national. National data comes from apartment list. And they track um, uh, what what properties rent for in just you know every market in the country. And one of the things that jumped out at me is Albuquerque is actually one of the had the highest increase in in rental prices in the last year. Wow! When you know, we've heard a lot of people talking about that. We have. I mean, I've talked to people, people with rents rising two hundred dollars a month. Some of yeah, them. I've talked to people that are you know renters and they're just going, I can't. I can't like pay rent. I mean, I can't, I just can't, you know, I work, I work full time and I just, you know, it, so it, it's, it's tough. And unfortunately I don't, I don't think it's getting any better. It doesn't appear to be um, just give you some of the numbers here in year over year, we've seen a 23% increase according to apartment list in um, rent in Albuquerque. You rental know, you com- rates. Rental rates. You compare that to home prices. We've been talking about home prices going up so much in the last year, which is probably closer to 14, 15, 16%, which is huge. But rents going up 23%? That's a big move. It is. You know, I've got to hope that some of that is just catching up because we know as property managers ourselves, we're pretty bad about raising rents. Absolutely. And I think- and I, I, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I hear that from other property owners, people that are, you know, small landlords like us, or people that, you know, do property management. They're, they're satisfied if they've got a solid tenant that pays on time. They're always there. They're not going to bump them up to quote market rent. They're going to, you know, maybe bump it up a little bit. But if they're a solid tenant, they don't, they don't, they'd rather keep them than try to push push that rent too much. One, so, one, one, just one last piece on this. Hold that thought. Is the rent growth has actually slowed down in the last few months? Is what they're tracking. So that's I have felt that it it's good to see. And you know the thing that's interesting with that that tracks exactly with what home prices have done now is that you know home prices got to a certain point and they've kind of uh, 
flattened out a little bit, you know, maybe gone up slightly, but we didn't, you know, we always have this big run up from March until uh, July, basically, and then it kind of flattens out, and that's what's happened again um, um, this year. Uh, rent, it looks like it kind of does the same thing. You have that big run up through the summer, and then it kind of flattens out. But, you know, rents are still going up. Yeah, a lot of lot of people move in the summer, right? So yeah. it's the opportunity where people who have rentals have had the opportunity for somebody to leave and raise the rent for the next person in. So what I was going to say is we have friends that are in an apartment and they had a, a notice this summer that their rent was going up by $200 a month. And wow, that's a big jump. Yeah, so they did a search and they couldn't find any other apartments available or available for anything similar to what they were at. So they felt sort of fortunate to be able to stay where they were. And they're in a situation where they weren't ready to buy a home because they're actually paying more monthly than what it would cost for them to own a home. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did a, a little uh, analysis here, Tracy. And um, When will we have more homes on the market, Tigo? Yeah, yeah. I, I know you were working on that analysis. I was. I, I looked at a lot of different data, and so if – you know, if you're not familiar with what's been going on in the Albuquerque real estate market, and by the way, this is Tigo and Tracy Venturi with the Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty in Albuquerque. And if people want to reach us, Tracy. Uh, best is just call us, 448-8888. Of course, that's in the 505, 448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. Great. Thank you. So, uh, you know, the the, the real story of our market is just the limited number of homes on the market. Now, and that's not just our market. I'm sorry. That's, that's nationally. That's, right. that's, I'm not going to say everywhere, but you know, most markets, healthy real estate markets have a, a, a much lower number of homes on the market than what would be considered healthy. And, and what's, what's happened is that's driven prices up substantially, you know, double digit uh, home price growth in the last couple of years, each year. And so, you know, the question is, okay, what's going to happen that's going to bring more homes on the market to hopefully maybe stabilize prices a little bit, give more opportunity, more options for buyers? And, uh, you know, if, if you've heard, you probably, you may have been, if you follow the housing market at all, you've probably heard the narrative that we're going to have foreclosures and we're going to have homes that were in this forbearance pro- program that are going to come flooding on the market. Well, I, I'm here to tell you, and, I, and I'm very confident in this, that is not going to happen. There's maybe some, but it's not going to be a flood. One of the reasons for that is we we know as of today, we're here in November of 2021, most of the programs where people were in this for, forbearance pro- programs uh, expired in October. Now, you know, September, October, October was when a lot of them were coming up. And if there were a lot of people that were in a, in a situation where they couldn't, you know, pick up and start making their mortgage payment again, and that's how you come out of the forbearance plan, um, we would have seen, you know, a bunch of homes coming on the market. We haven't seen it locally, and we haven't seen it nationally. What's really gone on with homes on the market? Well, and, and give me the context. Or what do so you, how many houses do we have on the market oh, compared to last month or six months ago? Okay, yeah, thank you. To put it in perspective, so we're down about 30% over last year, which was down 
from the year before, which is down before year before. Let me put it this way. Right now, November of 2021, we're somewhere around 950 homes in the metro Albuquerque area, which, you know, that's residential properties. A healthy market, when they say, you know, and they talk about a balanced market or buyer's market or seller's market, a healthy market based on the current demand we have is 4,000 homes, 5,000 homes. We're at 950. Right. Yeah. So, so it's, there's, you know, a lot of things going on out there. Interest rates have started to come up a little bit. That might actually slow things down. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but, but the one trend and the data that I was trying to get to here the long way yeah. was when are we going to have more homes coming on the market? And if we look at the seasonal trends, from now through probably the end of February, um, we're going to continue continue to have less and less homes in the market every week. Um, that's, that holds true. I went back to 2013, and, and I'm sure it goes back further than that. I just didn't need to go back any further. Is Every year from about this point until the end of February, the, the following year, we see about 20% less homes in the market. Now, 2020 was an exception to that, but a 2020 is an exception to just Every about goal. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020. Which which means from our 950 we have now, I mean, we could be down to 700 homes in the market. Yeah, that would be really tough. It would be, and it's it's unfortunate because there's people that want to buy. We know that there's thousands of people in our market that have um, pre-approvals, you know, to to board purchase a home, mortgage applications. Their financing is ready. We know that mortgage applications have been very strong. We've got that data. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's just, I don't want, know what to make of it other than it's, it's not great. Yeah, it's tough. So when will we see more homes on the market? Probably March. But probably March. Probably April, definitely April, May, June, because that seasonally is when we see them. But will we see 4,000, 5,000 homes on the market? No, we're yeah. just going to slowly inch up for our busy season next spring, yeah. um, which means if you're thinking of selling, might be a really good time. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge, and I know I'm kind of tongue-tied here because I'm not sure what to make of it. You know, there's housing economists and economists out there that would like to see 4% interest rate just to suppress the market, just to slow down the real estate market. And yeah. and that's um, possible but not likely that we're going to see 4% interest rates anytime soon. But even if it's 4, Tico, I mean, it can't slow it that much, right? 4 is still phenomenally great interest rates. I mean, we're talking quarter percent, eighth percent here and there. And yes, okay. it makes a difference, but. So let, let, let me give you this thought experiment. Okay. If you have a home and you've locked in a 30-year mortgage at 3% interest rate and a year or two from now, mortgage rates are at four, four and a half percent, how motivated are you going to be to sell your home? I think people still, you know, if they need to sell and they want to sell. Okay. That's fair. No, I'll, I'll accept that. I'm just... Just wondering with these ultra low mortgage rates that people are now locked into, um, if that's going to be a, a deterrent for people putting their homes on the market in, in the future. It could be. And probably Eddie would know that the, a lot of times what we're seeing now is when people are buying their dream home or they're moving up or they're changing homes, they're keeping their current home 
as a rental. Seen a lot and of that. So if yeah. you've got a house that's you know Good a point. great rental and you're at a three percent mortgage, might just make sense to keep that house when you buy your other house. You you just hit on another thing that's that is also affecting the the lack of supply of homes in in the country is a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people own a second home, rental home, investment property, way more than than uh, any time in the past. Right. A lot so of people that's, have... That's keeping homes off the market, at least for the for exactly. sale market. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. had plenty of uh, home sellers that have chosen to keep their home and buy a new home as their primary residence. So. Yep. Wow. For sure. It's an amazing market out there. Some yep. interesting things happening. We've got the uh, chasm expanding between the haves and the have-nots, and uh, we'll kind of figure out where this is all going to end up uh, very soon here. I feel like uh, we'll come to a culmination of, you know, when those interest rates inch up, and then, of course, when there's a lack of supply. I mean, that would be dangerous, 750 homes on the market. So I think we're uh, embarking on a precipice maybe here in the next, uh, I'm going to call it here for you guys, three to four months. Uh, I'd say probably by January, February of next year, we're going to know exactly where we're at and uh, where we're going forward. But as always, we'll be armed with the best real estate advice in the market by listening to Tigo and Tracy Venturi, the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams. Really, all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial them directly, 448-8888. That's 448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. See you same time, same place next week. Stay tuned. We're going to rescue that credit with Mike Ramos next. I never needed anybody.